0: Welcome to the latest episode of The Quiet Cast. My name is Maureen Antunes, editor-in-chief of Quiet Earth. On today's show, I'm really pleased to bring to you an interview I recently did with Fritz Baum. Uh, Fritz is the director of Wildling, which is his feature film debut, uh, which premiered at South by Southwest earlier this year to great acclaim. The film is a dark horror fantasy starring uh, Belle Powley as Anna, a teenager who discovers that she is more than uh, she appears to be. Uh, The film also co-stars Brad Dourif and Liv Tyler, who I haven't seen in a while, so it was really great to see her return to film in such great style. I had a chance to talk to Fritz a little bit about where the concept for the film came from and how his experience as a post-production supervisor and VFX uh, artist in Germany aided with his production of his first feature. Uh, Wildling will be opening in theaters in New York City and LA on April the 13th, at which time it will also be available on VOD and digital HD. So here you are, my interview with Fritz Baum. So I wanted to um, to start by congratulating you on the movie. It's a, quite uh, an accomplishment, and especially for a feature film debut, you've got a lot of material in there, both visually and thematically. So congratulations! And I wanted to get sort Thank of a, I wanted to get a sense of where the idea came from. Where 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 did you get this idea for the film?
1: You know, I said the other day, jokingly, more that my mother is to blame because she always read fairy tales to me every night as a little child, even before I was able to talk. So probably the Brothers Grimm and uh, Hans Christian Andersen and, you know, some of the fairy tale classics just got somehow embedded in my brain. And, you know, later on, I, I just developed this wish that one day I'm gonna make my own uh, fairy tale and and create my own misunderstood creature because those creatures in the fairy tale
0: like how long have you been sort of brooding and working on this script because it feels like um, you can certainly see sort of the dark elements, the dark fantasy elements but you also have some really interesting social commentary mixed in there as well and I'm curious like how long did it take to develop that that full story for you?
1: It was um, the, the script itself was written in eight days so that was super fast but Proceeding that were, um, I would say, at least four years in which I was kind of toying with different ideas on and off, you know, talking with some of the people who became later on my collaborators for the project, Um, my close friends, you know, like David Palmer Florian Eater, which we just basically were founding boards so we could have a discussion
0: and um, develop the themes. Once we knew what it was, it it came together pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that uh, I think really works in your favor is the casting. Uh, I'm curious about how that came together because Bell has this amazing face that conveys so much innocence which is so key to the character because you kind of really have to buy into the fact that she really does not understand what is going on around her but I mean even with the casting of Brad as uh, the father figure and Liv they just from the casting alone they just automatically have bring with them all of these character traits that you that you sort of build into the characters as well which adds another layer so how did that all come together for you
1: well, um, you know, it started with Belle and, um, I really, I was really nervous because I I have this script and I knew, um, maybe this is not going to work because I, I need, I mean, what, I need an actress who can really carry this on her shoulders alone and every single thing will be from her point of view. Um and she had to do quite a transformation from being a little girl to kind of a powerful, majestic creature, you know, that has physical capabilities and all that. So, you know, who could do this? And in some way, um, producers then suggested Belle was with uh, Trudy Styler and Celine Rathray at Mason Picture in New York. They saw Diary of a Teenage Girl at Sundance and then uh, brought Belle and me together and in the meeting, I you know it was just
0: i was reading that um you shot this in 23 days which to me is just shocking because on top of the fact you have such a small schedule you also have a bunch of things that they tell first-time filmmakers not to include you've got children you've got animals there's tons of rain there's the outdoors you have special effects i'm still not sure how you pull this off yeah it was
1: um you know it was really a tough challenge um You know, I I originally thought I'm going to need at least 35 days minimum. Um, But in the end, you can do actually a lot more than you think. Um, You know, it's it's certainly important to have a great crew. It's also important to design your days in a very efficient way, shoot with multiple cameras, and to allow for zero death time on test, you know. So if we're shooting a the setup, then the second camera isn't rolling at the same time. The second camera is setting up for the next setup so that once that first setup is the can all I have to do is walk over to the other camera and shoot the next setup. And so it was really um, like factory work mm-hmm. uh, during these shooting days. And then... I guess also my experience as a post-production supervisor back in Germany, that came in very handy. I knew, um, you know, I didn't have the luxury of saying, oh, I can do 10 takes, I can do 15 takes if I'm not happy with something. All I was looking out for was to get the performances right. And, um, you know, of course, I was also looking out for other things, but, but that was my main focus. Get the performances right, because I know if there's some issue in the shot, I could maybe retouch it digitally, or I could put in something digitally later on. And since I knew how to do that, I was able to work with very few takes. And um, and I, I have to thank my actors for that also, because they were they were so good that the there was always magic in the first couple takes you know mm-hmm. so that we we could always say okay got it moving on you know
0: yeah so you had that freedom of buying a little bit of extra time because you have those performances
1: right right and I have you know I have a great cinematographer toby Oliver. he's, he's very seasoned I mean he's done a lot and you know yeah he um, he knew a lot of tricks how to how to further improve the efficiency of the day and then with the children um, I have read somewhere that it might be a good idea to let the camera roll before they even enter the set so I did that I tried that out and that was actually very good so even the children uh, we got in the can pretty quickly because you know I just put on the cameras without telling them and, 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 and while they were situating themselves
0: So it sounds like all of the experience that you had in the past has sort of been um, very helpful in you being able to pull this off.
1: Yeah. Um. You mean the my background? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or,
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, I have. I um. I'm originally from Germany, mm-hmm. and I I partially partially grew up in the U.S. in New Jersey in the '80s, but then my family returned to Germany and. I started out um, founding a production company in Munich uh, with uh, my partner back then, Sven Nure, and we were a small production company. We produced a couple features, and then we did a lot of post-production supervision as our bread and butter day-to-day business. And mm-hmm. so during that time, I, I got to work on you know, a large amount of Of German feature films and a couple international co productions. And that's really where, you know, I started seeing okay, this is how the directors are doing it, this is how the editors are doing it, this is how the sound designers are doing it. So I just, um, I I didn't realize it at the time, but when I was standing on the set of welding, that's when it became clear that this, this was really a very valuable experience that I could That's awesome.
0: Um, I I wanted to touch on two things that you mentioned. The first is Toby Oliver, your cinematographer, because one of the things that I thought was really interesting is uh, he has quite an extensive background and does a lot of um, uh, horror films as well. But I thought that Wildling looked very different than his other projects. And because you have that sort of that nature element, because so much of the film takes place outdoors, like was it what, what were you guys sort of talking about, and what were some of the inspiration? for... For some of those scenes because I, I found that it did look quite different from his other projects
1: yeah well I think um, you know it's always a collaboration you know it's not it's not like one guy one girl is responsible for a whole you know like for everything it's, mm-hmm. it's always a collaboration so I came in with a lot of visual references I had a lot of story Max out what we can get in the day, and um, and I, I love about him that he's so like he, he, he you know, whenever I was going, um, let's do this shot, let's do this shot, he would always say, why, why do you want to do it like this? And um, that always forced me to have a good reason, um, which I found very helpful because then, you know, you. You you end up making something not for the sake of style, Mm -hmm. but for the sake of that moment in the story and where the characters are, you know, because you have to justify your choice. And and that's that's a wonderful, creative discussion to have. And then most of that we did in advance, because there would have been no time at all to do that on the day, you know, Mm -hmm. We, we prepped all of that together, yeah.
0: Uh, how much time did you have of prep time before you actually started shooting?
1: Um, I think... How was that again? I'm not entirely sure. I just... I think it was maybe six weeks. Maybe it was a little more.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, like, like prep, prep time on the... In the area where we shot in New York. Um... I just remember one day, I just... uh told my producers, if we want to still shoot this this year before the leaves fall off the trees, please book me a flight today. So (laughs) I'm just going to come over and start prepping. (laughs) Otherwise, otherwise we're going to run out of leaves on the trees. And so, you know, they booked me a flight, and I set up my laptop in the office, and then the next day I was scouting locations. And and then they just started.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, I was hoping that you could. I know.
1: Okay. Can we do a last question? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, thank you very much, Josh. I just had one final tidbit because one of the things that, one of the scenes that really um, I was super impressed by yeah. is the scene where Belle starts to transform into the wildling because that's so much of it is is on camera and the combination of special effects and makeup and sound design, like the bones cracking and stuff. It's so creepy. Uh-huh. It is so effective. And I'm wondering uh, how I that scene came together and how you decided on what to do as practical effects and what you decided to do as visual effects.
1: Um, so, um, originally the plan was to do everything to use contact lenses, use fur applications on the skin, and um, you know. Then we we you know I created a huge breakdown. I don't know, like 60, 70 pages of makeup breakdown uh, of what we need. Handed that into some of the makeup companies in New York, and they came back with quotes and were like, "You guys just quote." Is like twice the budget we have for the entire movie. We can't, we can't, we can't do it that way. And um, then, you know, hats off to my producers who still believe in the movie. You know, other producers might have pulled out and said, "Hey, we can't make this movie." But um, they said, "Well, Chris, can you find this Can you do this differently? Just find another way." And I'm like, "Oh God, how <laughs> are we going to do this?" And then. Um, it ended up just being that blend that you're talking about. You know, certain things you can do practical and uh, you're not gonna get all the details perfect if you don't have the money and the time, but you can get quite a bit done. And if you, you know, then join forces with sound and visual effects and post-production, you can add to that and you can still shape it. So that's what we did. for us it's going to be a long post production but yeah
0: well it's Uh, super effective it's super effective it works really well thank you so much for your time congratulations on the movie I cannot wait to see what you've got for us next
1: thank you so much
0: And there you have it, my chat with director Fritz Baum. Uh, Wildling will be available on VOD and Digital HD on April the 13th. It will also open in New York City and limited LA theaters on that date. Be sure to come on by QuietEarth.us for all of your movie trailers, movie news and reviews. And be sure to stay tuned to this area for more great interviews to come.